Welcome to episode 25, Help, I Like Someone Who's Not Available. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you, and get you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and finding your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Hello, I hope you're all doing great. Greg just got back from a fun fly fishing trip in Montana. I know there are all the funny, crazy memes about guys holding fishes in their profiles. Lots of opinions about that. I, for the record, am pro everyone having fun hobbies they enjoy alone and with friends. So the more hobbies, the better, in my opinion. This week has been interesting. It's funny being a coach. A lot of times over the course of a week or two, it feels like a theme comes up among my clients just naturally. My clients are like kind of all chewing on the same issue. And in the last two weeks, I've had three clients tell me they like someone who is already in a relationship. They're feeling like preoccupied with this crush. They're fixated on them and imagining life with them. They're feeling consumed by thoughts about them, reading into and analyzing looks and comments. Maybe it's the only person they've had feelings for for a long time. The person they like just seems right in so many ways. And like they're the only guy who's checked off all these boxes in a really long time. In these women's cases, it's someone they met through life, like work, through their kids. But what we'll discuss today can also be applied to situations with someone you just went a couple dates with and like maybe can't stop thinking about or anyone you just feel really preoccupied with. So today we'll discuss some of my coaching for this situation. Take what nuggets serve you and leave the rest. It's like gourmet a la carte coaching. So for my clients in their minds, they think this person is pretty darn perfect for them. They're like ideal. They're all kinds of wonderful And what I suggest is they, this person they have a crush on, are a representation of the qualities you really want in your future partner. So write down all those qualities, why you want them, why they're important to you and important to you for your future relationship. Let the person serve as inspiration to get you crystal clear about what you want to bring into your life in terms of a future partner or future relationship. The person they like can still show up and be that person. But in the meantime, let's get clear on the qualities you admire and want in a future partner, whether it's the crush, that person, or someone else. And then next, really get clear what you don't want. Because the key missing quality that their crush, that person, does not possess is being ready, willing, able, and wanting to be in a relationship with you. I'm guessing you want someone who lights up when they see you, which this person may do, and someone who's making 
a relationship with you a priority and a reality in their life. Go use the high five relationship tool from episode one to demystify this person's perfection. By applying the high five relationship tool, you'll actually see what important parts of your dream relationship are missing with this person. The key for almost everybody is them being open to and ready for a relationship with you. So ask yourself and get clear on what you really want for your life and what you really want for your future relationship. And then also explore if you want to share your feelings with them. Why and why not you would want to share your feelings with them. This is not a time to be the moral police of your thoughts. Just be really honest with yourself. Why and why not you want to tell them your feelings. Do you want to tell them? What would you do if no one knew about it? If you knew you'd have the relationship of your dreams, either way, what would you do? Are you fearing rejection? Fearing being vulnerable? Are you just terrified thinking of it? They may or not reciprocate your feelings. And no, we reject ourselves ahead of a time when we don't even try for what we want. They may kindly decline our offer, but at least you have a chance of them saying yes if you ask. When it comes to making a decision, just like your reasons, decide, and no matter what the outcome, no matter how they respond, promise yourself you'll have your own back and be kind to yourself and know you'll be okay. I think I mentioned this in every single episode. Go back to episode 14. It's all about having your own back. It's such a great skill to have. And personally, I have made the move on a friend that he declined or kind of pretend wasn't happening and we're still good friends. I've had two friends try and basically kiss me, which I declined and kind of pushed off. And maybe in the second, it was a little bit in the very moment, it was a little bit weird, but it isn't weird now. It was just a blip in time and we're still great friends. My neighbor once asked me like, what about us? He knew I was actively dating and asked. And I told him I just didn't have those kind of feelings for him. And then he got weird and bought me dinner for two of us at French Laundry for my Christmas present. And it's like the nicest restaurant in the Bay Area. And it's about $900 a head for a pre-fee dinner. And I told him it would just feel too intimate and romantic for me. And he got, honestly, butt hurt. And things got weird for a while. So it can go all sorts of ways. We don't know what's going to go on with their heads. So and in their thoughts, and you can't control their response, but you can control how you treat yourself, no matter what the reaction, if you choose to share your feelings with them. For all three of my clients, they go in and out of dating and waver if they want to do the work that can be dating and finding their person. They have thoughts like, is it all worth it? If this is you too, I offer you to let this person and your feelings for them be proof you really do want a relationship, to love and be loved, to share your life. And maybe it's worth it to put in the effort into dating and finding your person. That like having those desires and pulls to that person is because you have a deep, down part of you and a calling and a purpose in your life to share your life with a partner. And if thinking of this way serves you, borrow it for yourself, just like 
take any nuggets you want from all this podcast and anything that doesn't serve you, leave it. I want to point out how this person you have a crush on and this situation proves how we are the ones who create the feelings of love, attraction, connection, and desire for ourselves with our thoughts. The thoughts we think about them are creating it, not them. It's so wild. They may be oblivious and here we are all hot and heavy for them. We're feeling it all lovey and dubby and turned on by them. And they may be clueless. And we're planning our baby names, our weddings, and having like these delicious sex fantasies about them. And they're all fueled by the amazing power of our thoughts. It's just proof of how much control we actually have over our feelings and how we can dial down or dial up connection and desire on purpose with our thoughts. Yes, we have like, biological and socialized factors at play, but you could get information about them that would make all your like yummy, dreamy feelings about them go away in an instant. Like if they had seven old grannies buried in their backyard that they murdered. I know that's a really morbid example, but you get the point. It's your thoughts about them creating your feelings of attraction and connection with them, not just the fact that they're on this earth living and breathing. And if you want to, you can purposely choose thoughts like, I want these great feelings with someone who wants them with me too. I'm looking for these qualities in a partner plus someone who is able and wanting to be in a relationship with me too. What comes up when you consider that any feeling you want them or anybody else to create for you? you can create for yourself. If you believed you can create this level of connection and attraction with other people because it's coming from your thoughts, how might you show up differently? Along the same lines, what part of you wants to believe it's them creating the feelings, not you and your thoughts? Just get curious. What does being focused on this person distract you from? While you're busy fantasizing about this person, what are you doing or not doing? I think usually the answer to this is you're not putting yourself out there to find a person with similar qualities and is all in on a relationship with you too. It's possible you like the feelings you get when you think about how it could be with them. So instead of doing something to create that type of relationship with somebody who is available to you for a relationship, you indulge in the fantasy world of being with them. It's a fun escape for you. Imagining life with them is fun and feels so good, but temporarily. But in the long run, I'm guessing you want a partner to be in a relationship where you both choose each other. Listen, I love fantasizing and making my dreams come true. I love escaping into planning how I'd spend the current like $1.73 billion Powerball lotto winnings. I'd be a great billionaire. I'd hire people to do all the marketing, website, and detailed work of building my coaching practice. I would just do all the fun coaching that I love. But in the meantime, I still go after making money daily through all my revenue sources, building my financial career and goals step by step each day. So maybe what I'm saying, enjoy the crush and keep doing the actions to crush your relationship goals too. By focusing on this person, maybe you're not dating, 
or not showing up to dates with intention to be really open and giving the new person a chance to be an awesome potential partner. You may have thoughts like no one will be good as him, him being your crush. Using your crush as this benchmark versus really being present and discovering the amazing qualities of the person in front of you on the date. You focus on how the date you're on or the person messaging you is not like the person you have the crush on. You don't give the other people a real chance. And therefore, you're not really giving yourself a chance to find someone who wants a relationship with you too. Notice how, for some of you, your brain wants to compare yourself with their current partner. For my clients, their brain went to their partner's faults and how their girlfriends were less than or not as good as a match my clients feel they would be. Your brain may also go to like compare and despair and your brain may be telling you you're not as good as their partner and not good enough. And if you were good enough, they would choose you instead of their current partner. What is the life of your dreams that you're attaching to this person and only think is possible with them? Use that as inspiration and start creating that life. You're the cake. They are merely the icing on your glorious cake. Or you're the ice cream sundae and they are the cherry on top. It's okay if that cherry rolls off. You can plop on a new one easily. You may be feeling fixated on this person because you believe that if all the things and stories and future you've been imagining in your mind were all to come true, you'd feel sexy and secure and loved and taken care of and worthy and have the life you want. They, the crush, are the key to this dream reality. You think being with them is the only way to get the feelings and the life you want. Your brain may be telling you like a connection like this is so rare. And just know that's a thought, not a fact. You can choose to believe it or not. You also may be thinking there aren't many people you're attracted to, which is another thought, not a fact. But our brain seeks evidence to prove our thoughts. So the solution here is to redirect our brain with new thoughts and new beliefs to believe we're skilled at making connections that we can find people who are attracted and connected to and who they want the same relationship that we want. No. Your thoughts and feelings and your focus on this person don't mean anything about you or your capacity to have a happy, fulfilling relationship in the future. Your brain is wrong. Your brain thinks everything is tied to this person and them being in your life or not. Your brain thinks a relationship with them will determine if you have the relationship and life you want. But that's not true. You can create the relationship you want with or without them. Good people are not a scarce commodity. And maybe you have a pattern of pining after unavailable men and patterns in our life are from thought patterns in our mind. So get curious what thought patterns, like if they pick me, that means I'm worthy. If they change for me, that will prove I'm lovable. But the truth is someone's capacity and ability to love you has everything to do with them and not you. You are lovable just the way you are right now. If you tell him you want to date him and he doesn't, quote, pick you, maybe the thought that's going to come up in your mind is, I wasn't worth changing for. The underlying theme may be some form of, I'm unlovable if others act in a certain way or don't act in a certain way. But the truth is, you're lovable just the way you are right now, no matter 
how they respond, or how they react. Lastly, we can get stuck when we judge our feelings. We have like an agenda for our feelings or a time frame when they're okay, but longer than that, they aren't okay to be feeling anymore. Like I shouldn't be feeling this way about them. Remember, feelings are just sensations created by our thoughts. They don't have moral characteristics until we slap the moral judgment on them. When we shame and judge our feelings, make them bad or wrong, and then make us bad or wrong, it blocks us from just working on them and choosing what we want to do and think and feel on purpose. We get stuck judging them and shaming ourselves instead of moving toward creating the relationship we want. So do a friend a favor and share this with anyone who is feeling preoccupied about a person who is not available for a relationship with them. I think we've just all been there. I love you so much. Go get them. And I recommend picking someone who's crushing on you as hard as you're crushing on them. And they're ready, wanting, and prioritizing being in a relationship with you too. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find a person.